0: This is Inspiring Minds, a podcast focused on thought-provoking conversations between VSB students and our world-class faculty. Hi, my name is Alexa. I'm a junior in VSB. I'm here today introducing Dr. Preesmouth, talking about her research in workplace aggression. My research, as Alexa just mentioned, is
1: about uh, workplace aggression. And specifically in some of my recent work, I looked at supervisory aggression towards subordinates. And what I try to do differently with my research compared to some of the other work that has been going on in the field is a lot of research really focuses on how do victims of workplace mistreatment feel and react. And I thought that some of the consequences of abusive behavior in the workplace might actually reach beyond the victim. And I wanted to understand whether those people who observe this type of behavior might actually also have negative reactions to it. So what I wanted to know is how does a person who observes behavior feel and act, and um, specifically whether they would actually do something to help the victim. So how prevalent do you think acts of workplace aggression are in the world today? Fortunately, I will say that in a lot of our research on workplace aggression, we call it um, a low base rate phenomenon, which is the research term for not a lot of people report this dark behavior in the workplace. However, recently, we've really, really seen an increase um, with this type of behavior. So with the paper that I published, for example, I actually asked people, how many times have you witnessed derogatory behavior towards another person? And in my research, I found that over 65% of people says that I have actually witnessed something like that within the past year. Wow. There's recent work by um, the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, um, especially with women lately, sort of this notion of the Me Too campaign, we mm-hmm. really realize that there's a lot more aggression towards employees out there than we think. 85% of women say that they've been harassed of some form. And so really it's becoming a behavior that is is showing up in workplaces a lot more frequently, which... Um, Um, is getting all this traction in the research field as well.
0: Do you think that companies today value overall justice and fairness in the workplace enough? On average, I will say yes. So we have a lot of companies out there that
1: really do the right stuff. And... Every person values fairness. We all want to follow the golden rule. We all want to be treated with respect. We all want to be paid equally. We all want to have fair promotion procedures so that all of these components are part of creating these fair workplaces. And we all care about it. And companies generally care about it. They try to create fair distribution in terms of pay. Um, They try to have fair promotion procedures. They try to treat employees a certain way. I mean, They really try to care about that. But sometimes it can get lost. And sometimes one bad apple is enough to sort of disrespect these type of structures. It's especially dangerous if it comes from an
0: executive. You briefly mentioned the Me Too campaign. Um, Can you talk about some more real world examples of workplace aggression happening today? You know, there's a lot of executives who sort
1: of, now it's been revealed that they engage in a lot of transgression, especially towards women. We have obviously Harvey Weinstein. Actually, we have, you know, the Uber CEO. We've had things at Fox News. A lot of times it's entire um, work environments so work climates that foster this negative behavior, the climates that don't really value fairness and ethics Mm -hmm. um, to some extent as much. I also think, um, and research will support that, a lot of these transgressions happen um, when there's specific power relationships between executives or supervisors and their employees. Whenever there's a lot of power dependency whenever people have or executives have a lot of power over other people, the chances that they might misuse that power and mistreat someone else um, because of that is very likely. So power is one of those things we also have to watch, and um, it's a great thing if it's used positively to influence other people, but it can be very, very negative. So
0: what specific steps can a company take to cultivate a culture that promotes fairness in the workplace? a lot of people look to executives and CEOs
1: and supervisors for guidance on what's the appropriate behavior in organizations. So we would all look to our managers on how do I behave? What do I do at work? How do I perform my job? And if the executives or supervisors engage in this bad behavior, it's likely sort of spreading throughout the organization because we all think, okay, well, I guess that's acceptable behavior. We can treat another person that way because our boss does it. The danger becomes of, uh, first of all, getting rid of some of the bad apples. But then we have to attack sort of the systematic underlying issue as well because it's spread already. And so in order to create these places or work cultures of respect, it's really about having, first of all, executives be better of role models and creating a message about this places, about dignity and respect and treating people fairly and making... you know sure we have all these fairness fairness structures in place about pay promotion and really how to motivate employees and not putting them down and so that takes a lot of work it's constant communication about those values from the top so managers it's not enough to just have one sexual harassment training once a year and sort of checking that box it's really about frequent
0: communication from top to bottom, that it all the way trickles down. As college students, you know, prospective members of the business world in the future, what can we do here as students and in our future careers to combat workplace aggression moving forward and, like, keep this in mind uh, so that we know it's important to instill a culture of fairness, like, moving forward in our lives? So the first thing is to understand that
1: some of these intangible things matter a lot. So fairness matters, things like the golden rule matter, and really taking those values and trying to bring them into your organization. That's one thing, right, is really just thinking about what's the right thing to do, how have I been raised to some extent, and bringing that um, forward. One other thing that students have to understand is once you get into managerial positions, The sheer influence that you will have over employees when you are a manager is an important thing to understand. Mm -hmm. Especially young employees look to managers and supervisors and executives for the right behavior or whatever is accepted. And if you as a supervisor or a manager engage in potentially questionable behavior, whether it's just unethical, whether it's yelling at someone or ridiculing someone, the people below you think that that's the accepted way to go. And so that's the danger. And lastly, what you know students could do, or as you grow up in your organizations, um, and what organizations generally can do is thinking about implementing values into some type of performance system. So a lot of times we still have performance systems that just think about bonuses. Um, if we're think about that, really the the important values are things like fairness, dignity, respect, integrity. Those things um, that we learn at Villanova Business School how can we bring those values into the performance review? Because people do with how they get reviewed, right? Right. Or what what serves them. And so a lot of companies are trying to do that. For example, if you deal with customers, part of your review would be how your customers um, valued you, whether you've treated them fairly, whether they feel like they've gotten the best treatment from you. And so people would get promoted when they fulfill sort of all these values, right? right, rather than just the person who got the highest sales performance. So thinking of ways of how we can implement ethic structures into a performance That's system really that would, would make a huge difference of how we can run our businesses and
0: um, create better climates and cultures today. So you mentioned a lot um, the fairness structures in the workplace and how important those are to business. Uh, so with those in place, what effect is there if someone were to witness workplace aggression?
1: So what I really found in my research that fairness structures can make a really big difference um, for the victims. So if the observers feel like they generally work in this fair work environment where, on average, you know the golden rule is upheld, or on average, people have integrity and people are treated fairly, these fairness structures and this type of workplace empowers people to do something about the witness mistreatment. Mm-hmm it really sort of builds their confidence up that they actually have the ability to address the transgressor and help out the victim um, at the same time. So imagine a workplace uh, where we generally have these values in place of integrity or other managers treat their employees a certain way or you're getting paid fairly and you really feel like fairness and ethics is a really important part of the overall organization. We generally feel like this is not the way you're supposed to treat others so all of a sudden that becomes very salient we realize that the way this person or the way this superior um, just treated another employee that is not the way this generally goes in our organization and so we feel like we need to do something about it and really help the victim and so having these fairness structures again become very salient in your organization constantly communicate fairness and ethics to your employees that's part of it. Because then they realize whenever they see something that's off and that goes against the overall culture of the organization, they feel like they have what it takes to do something about it.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Inspiring Minds. I want to thank Dr. Priesmuth for coming out here today. I appreciate having the time to interview you today. All right, great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Inspiring Minds. Stay tuned for our next installment featuring more VSB students discussing research topics with our world-class faculty.